<laughs> freezing. I'm not hungry. I'm freezing. It's cold here. Is it cold there? It's so cold. <laughs> the wind. Yeah. This is the, we call this the cold open. <laughs> the wind off the East River. Cold. Am I cold cocking somebody? That's <laughs> just cold in my cockles. I was going to go another direction. I decided not to. It's a family show. Right. Totally. 28, 20 degrees this morning. I mean, maybe that's not cold where John's from, but it's cold. That's here. cold. 20 degrees is 20 degrees. I mean, look. <laughs> you got that right. It's 28 here in New York. It's 28 right now. And then with the wind chill, it's like negative 70. So. The thing that pisses me off is they keep teasing snow. Like, Ooh, like now yeah. it's a week from now. They had snow. They show snow a week from Saturday. And then I will probably look tomorrow and it'll be. No, it'll just be warm enough to be raining <laughs> my kids just keep begging for snow they're like when is it gonna snow we want to play in the snow and i'm like i don't know i'm not in charge like it might not they, <laughs> the thing is when it does snow they will love it for one day maybe two days but then if there's anything more than two days of snow then they're like eh, what's next yeah. <laughs> right kind of boring right. sure which is also how i feel about snow yeah hey well anyway i'm john molds <laughs> i am john armstrong no. <laughs> I'm Lex Friedman. Oh it's snowing in my pants for three days at least. <laughs> in your Mac Weldon's? Well, your Mac Weldon's are keeping yeah, right. Welcome yeah. to Turning the Snowplow Around. <laughs> the Zamboni around. Yeah. Everything's different today. <laughs> yeah, it's just crazy right now. I blame the cold medicine. Uh, I, was, I was right. I was who I always am. Just uh, Yeah. Honestly, I didn't even know I was going to say Armstrong's name until I did. I can't even say with assurance that I did it on purpose. No, it just (laughs) happens. That's how tight we are. We're tight. Missed you guys. I don't know who I am Missed you last week. Good show. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thanks. It was a a, a weird show, but I enjoyed it. I got the name of that video game so wrong. (laughs) Nintendo is what it's called. Nintendo Follow up. Right. Yeah. That's okay. Thanks for the clip. We figured it out for the show notes. The kids love Nintendo Land. Like, they just want to play it all the time. So now you know that was actually the one that we got. We got the package. Um, then it was supposed to come with that and it came with that and the disc didn't work and we just never got it replaced. <laughs> wow. Which was stupid. Should have yeah. replaced. It's a good game. Maybe I could, maybe I still could. I believe in you. I should try. I should try. I, I got a, I got an old, uh, we, we had something fail on us recently. Uh, Lego dimensions. What? Um, and even though it was outside of like the 90 days or whatever, um, they sent us a new one. Nice. Warner Brothers. Nice. Yeah. I I will say I'm 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 really enjoying my kids getting a little bit more into video games. The Wii U for whatever reason has has been a push, probably cuz we let them use it a little bit more. And Liam just asks every day if he can use the Wii and right now the answer is no, he can't use it every day, but I'm trying to tell him like, "Hey, if you get this thing done or you do this thing, you can use it." And he's really enjoying it. The concern is you just don't want it to be the only thing he wants to do. So it's like right. we've been working to remind him that there's other fun stuff too. Like, hey, you can earn the Wii if you play with Snap Circuits for half an hour, and it's mm-hmm. it's it's slowly working. Uh, Hank's big thing is puzzles. Really, he loves puzzles. Yeah, he really loves puzzles, and um, it's like one Jigsaw? of the few things that he will just decide he's just going to do for a while. He's gonna, he's going to put a puzzle together. Um, and the great thing is, my mom really loves puzzles. And she loves like these crazy expensive puzzles, um, and so she gets these like <laughs> like all white, <laughs> two polar bears fighting in a snowstorm. All the pieces um, are perfectly square, but they but they she gets these ones where the shapes are cut out. So like she sent us a Christmas one, and a lot of the shapes were cut out in the shape of like Christmas trees and like candy and stuff yeah. like that. Oh, um, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. 
She either it's like from Scandinavia or something, or I or maybe it's England. Maybe it's from England. Um, but yeah, so um, so we always look forward to whenever she sends us. A, That's a, a interesting. You know, I've never done. Um, I've never done a, a, like a, a big giant puzzle with the family. Lauren and I used to do them on occasion, and I did them growing up. But like that seems like a good rainy day activity. I'm it's put really, that on yeah. the list. Yeah, yeah. Particularly, I mean, like around Christmas, we we've had a puzzle. There's still, I mean, it's kind of a. <laughs> It's almost now a sore subject with me just because there's we have a we have a round table that's not big enough for like a really good size puzzle, like a really big puzzle. Um and so we have the round table sitting in the in the living room and then Karen brings up a folding card table. Yep. Just like for the puzzles. Or is that the, does that become the dining okay. table and the round table is the puzzle? So the folding table is the puzzle table? No, see it has to be it has to be on the folding table because um not enough acreage. Uh, it's just not the the round one's not big enough. Yeah. To fit the square, you know, fit the so anyway. We've had a folding card table in our in our living room for like a month and a half now. Yeah, we still have our tree up, so there's that. Yeah, we still yeah, we still I, I love I would keep when when I lived when I lived in a part you know, and actually it's a house with some buddies, we had the tree up until like uh, the end of April. <laughs> <laughs> Was it a fake tree or real? Uh that's a good question. I think it might have been real. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I think it might have been real. You have critters living in there. It must have been fake. It must have been fake. It must have been fake. Yeah, um, that's a fire hazard. But I don't remember because I when uh, Karen and I moved in together, that seems to always seems to me when we started getting when I started having a fake tree because I always had real trees growing up. But she's allergic to everything, yeah. so I I understand the fake tree. The I like the setup of the fake tree. It's fast pre-lit done but there's something about dragging yeah. the real tree home there's something about that yep yeah uh, yeah i mean if you can do that yeah if you can do that uh god that i wish you guys were talking excursion. about movie trailers right now <laughs> <laughs> we lit the hanukkah candles also how about lex just so you know you got equal t- equal time over here no, you want to talk I, about your funny. bush Lauren and, <laughs> Lauren and I have talked about uh, my bush. You know, we've talked about the Christmas tree <laughs> question and how, like, if uh, uh, we think that we would probably be the, I think, like many people, you do a real tree once or twice, and you'd be like, "All right, that was fun while it lasted. Let's get let's get the fake one now, where there's much less work and a little less magic, but much less yeah. work." Like, I think that's that's how we would go. And I have friends who have the who who took that journey. The friends whose house we go to every year for New Year's, and the tree is always up, of course, and. Each year they say, you know what? Yeah, I mean, this is helpful, but we think next year we're going to get a real one again. Uh, but they never know. Never do. <laughs> well, but, you know, if if you don't get the real tree, you should. Mm-hmm. We're going to get this out of the way right. now. I'm excited to do it. You should at least get real food. All right? And we are brought to you today by Blue Apron, a proud supporter of turning this car around. And here's the other thing that makes Blue Apron proud. They have a positive impact on the community. Their seafood, for example, is sourced sustainably under standards developed in partnership with the Monterey Bay Aquarium Seafood Watch. And if you can't trust those guys, who can you trust? Their beef is raised humanely. The chickens are free range. The pork is raised naturally. They use regenerative farming practices for all their produce. And Blue Apron can be delivered to 99% of the continental U.S. and 99.5% of food deserts. Because Blue Apron ships the exact amount of each ingredient required for a recipe, they're reducing food waste. Not only that, as you guys know, your dads, I think, mm. cooking together builds strong family bonds. Research shows the Blue Apron families cook nearly three times more often. Some of the meals available in January 
Thankfully, John Moltz taught me how to say one of these words. Include (laughs) seared pork chops with farro and cranberry chutney, Mm -hmm. spaghetti squash and marinara with mushrooms and garlic knots, and spicy shrimp and Korean rice cakes with cabbage and furikake. Is that good? Did I hit it? Yeah, right? yeah, you right? got it. All right, so check well, out know, this you week's gotta, You should roll your R a little bit, but yeah, that's Furikake. Good. Okay. <laughs> check out Furikake. Uh, check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free, whether or not you can pronounce them or not, with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash turning. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash turning. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Word. Word. Christmas trees. I am. Uh, I'm. I'm dealing with a. Tr- with a. <laughs> I have. A, I have a problem. <laughs> There's a small problem at the Moles house. So my wife is at the. Um, is a, is at the Target right now, picking up a prescription. Um, and uh, as of right now, because we're changing health insurance plans, mm-hmm. um, we don't have a number. Oh no. <laughs> so they're not giving her the prescription. And what, what do you mean number? Like a plan or a... Like, like a plan number? Yeah, I mean, and technically, I'm not even sure. Um, do you need to like take a break and sort this? They will. That we, I mean, we were, we're, you know, we're, 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 we're <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, I'm sure this will get better under Trump. I'm sure. <laughs> pay, pay out of pocket <laughs> and then tell your new insurance company to reimburse you. I'm sure they'll be super excited to do that. Yeah. Have you gotten, me, uh, can you go print a card out on their website? No, because I'm not, I'm not even like, uh, completely accepted yet, even though I got everything in on time. They apparently called me and they were like, you know, like, they called me a couple of days ago and said, oh, we're missing a number on your social security number. Oops. Oh, digit. it's seven. It's seven. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> you couldn't have called me that, you know, like right. four weeks ago when I put in the application. They're a little, I think they're a little swamped. I guess I think, so. I think my experience is swampage. What was weirder was my, okay. so I'm moving my insurance from Utah to my, my eye doctor's retired. In Utah. So I'm like, okay, that's it. I'm, I'm going to move to New York with my insurance. And my Utah insurance company said that I owed them an amount of money that was not accurate at all from what I was paying last year. And it was the amount of my New York uh, premium, which is very weird, which says to me that huh. it's all a conspiracy and there's black helicopters right now outside my window. So if I don't make this podcast, you'll know what happened. The health insurance people got me. Okay. Just letting you know. Just a warning. It's just a heads up. John, do you have to go and settle this? I'm kind of not joking. Um, I'm, I'm going to try and keep talking and, um, and uh, you know. Well, it's funny. Can, uh... You're dealing with this right now, John. And I was working yesterday and I had some stuff from uh, my wife come in, which was distracting. Uh, where first she texted me. Let me see if I can actually read the verbatim I message that initially came in and it said, uh, and I quote evacuated from our school. Don't know details yet. I'm okay. Oh my then of course, God. because, because she's writing to me, she says, do not post that. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's amazing. The number of people who send me messages and say, she did not say, she did not say, do not say anything on a podcast. About it. No, it's, it's now resolved. But so my wife is a okay. teacher at a, a, a preschool, a Jewish preschool. Um, and uh, so, of course, like, uh, I tr- I'm turning on all the police scanners and I'm hearing the stuff that's going on there. And it's, Wait, how many police scanners do you have? Oh, I, like digital, <laughs> like online website. Oh, okay. of, I did gotcha. the, the township one and the sure. state one. Like, I was doing them all because I didn't know. Right, right, right. Okay, okay. But okay. at any rate, 
when that school gets evacuated, they evacuate to a public school that's, I don't know, like a 10 minute walk away. And there was a massive police presence at Lawrence School. And like they got informed of the need to evacuate by a woman running by saying, everybody evacuate now. <laughs> so okay. it's exciting. She teaches two-year-olds. Um, so they get all the two-year-olds and all the other kids oh in the school across. Uh, it, was a, it was a bomb threat. There were several. There wasn't in the news now. So now you can talk about it, right? But it, so there was a bomb threat uh, into that school, into another New Jersey school, some Jewish schools in Florida. Um, good time. Uh, but so it's funny because the kids all coincidentally had fire drills yesterday in their schools. And so as they were talking about a dinner, I was looking at Laura like, so are you going to tell me you had a not drill drill today uh-huh. too? And the answer as it turned out was no. So in case anybody was wondering whether on uh, my wife's opinion on whether you tell the kids that you were evacuated due to a bomb threat, the answer is no. So I just wanted to get that out as a parenting tip. Yeah, I think that's probably a good one. I got to say, I'm going to side with her on that one. Yeah. Especially if your kids were a little older, maybe. But, you know, they do those things now where it's like uh, the intruder practice drills. Like, what do you do? They have a whole thing about that. Oh, my God. Well, so and the that's kids are the, like, whatever. The creepiest thing to right? me. We've talked about this before. In the was show, Lauren right? was like, Lauren was like, I knew it wasn't a shooter situation because they didn't tell us to shelter in place. They told us to evacuate. Right. <laughs> shelter in place. Is that what the term is? Sh- shelter in place. That's right. I, I, I bet your kids know that term. They do. I, be- I think that's oh, the man. universal term. I believe that's the term that they use uh, here as well. So if there's a shooter, you're all supposed to you're supposed to barricade the door and yep. hide in one small corner, <laughs> right? Which I get, but also seems like maybe it's got some flaws. So I don't know. No, 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 no. Think about it. Hold on, hold on. Huddling in a corner away from the door makes it look like the room is empty. Yes. Right. And it, but like if I, if I'm a student at that school, I also know what all the rules are. I'm just saying. Um. Okay, I don't understand what you just said, but that's fine. If I'm saying if if the shooter is a student at the school, oh, they right. know. Oh, but yeah, but yeah. you're sheltering oh. place. Okay. Okay. That's well. That's different. It should be like sh- uh, uh, shelter well, and random hiding place because then they would know. Because it's random. grade school usually not shooter not. Yeah, I'm gonna guess not, that uh, in a grade yeah. school elementary school situation. Okay. it's not a. That's fair. That's right. not a threat. Yeah. So much of, not you know, much maybe of the threat. high school. It is America. Rules are all. different. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember getting in an argument with a coworker who kept a loaded handgun in their bedside table. Oh. And uh, you, were you pre, in the bedroom? <laughs> pre internet in their bedroom. And they had uh, toddlers at the time. And I said, You know, the numbers aren't good for your kids. They get a hold of that. And she was just totally blew it off. She couldn't even pick up the gun, much less pull the trigger. And I'm like, Kids. I, I had the whole like Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic Park moment where it was like, Kids find a way. <laughs> Fortunately, sure. I don't believe anything happened, but it was just yeah. like the alarm bells were, you know, ringing pretty hard. Yeah. And I'm thinking, you're in Utah. Seriously? Like you you need a loaded handgun? Really? You do not. It's it's funny cuz like we're we're definitely like we're we're not super gun-ish in my family or my marriage. And so we we like we don't have toy guns around the house or anything. Um I don't think it was an act I mean it probably was it was a passive rule that we weren't going to buy them and so we just don't have any in the house. And you know, we don't have violent video games like when they're playing that Nintendo Land game we talked about last time by the wrong name. Um you know, you can sometimes play as the Zelda characters and you're using swords and bows and arrows and I'm okay with that. But 
there was uh i was playing super mario world recently and on the very first level you get these giant bullets at you and i've i was amused at myself because i was like a little bit offended by the presence of giant bullets in mario games all of a sudden. <laughs> even though it's like the least violent game around i was like oh bullets really do we need that yes <laughs> um yeah and i i laughed at myself for the objection but there sometimes you need that in mario kart to win. right <laughs> exactly right you're yeah. shooting th- projectiles of some kind Right. Well, you also just bill. become the bullet. Yeah. Right, right. That's right. Yeah. You morph into that thing, right? The big, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bullet Bill, is that his name? Yeah, Bullet Bill is, I believe, the name of the uh, the character yeah. that shoots bullets. Or maybe it's the the. It is the bullet, bullet itself. itself, I believe. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, I think everyone should shoot a gun in their life. I believe everyone should do that. Just to, just to know what it's like. <laughs> just to know what, not at anybody, just as a target oh, thing okay. or whatever. Just just to, just to know <laughs> everyone should kill a human being just to know what it's like just to know just to get in the gang no <laughs> no i just think there's a you should know uh the power of it and the destructive capabilities and get the feeling of what it feels like just just to know and then because i think that changes how you talk to people who are gun people and who are um mm. or or a possible attacker or whatever i just think by by holding a, a gun and shooting it and watching you know responsible people how they handle it how they handle weaponry i think in a street situation shows you kind of a different there's a different kind of way that things are handled and i think that's part of it as well that like if you're on the street and you see somebody the way they're holding the gun you, you will know <laughs> if they're serious or not and respond accordingly um hmm. i don't know that, that's a far that's a crazy nut job tinfoil hat part of the explanation i'm not sure i mean i've fired guns before but not and i don't know that it really changed my no it, it totally like i had a whole <laughs> you've never I, been the same alt <laughs> maybe yeah maybe i just can't see what i was before well where i grew <laughs> up yeah, you shot it out of yourself i mean i grew up with an annual deer hunt and they, they actually used it as population control for the deer because the deer were getting out of control. And so <laughs> they encouraged you to hunt. Stupid deer. Dumb deer. Which were probably human introduced in the first place. But anyway, uh, I did not get, quote, my deer. I never shot a deer. I did hunt rabbits on a farm, um, and they were regarded as varmints there. They were not cute Bugs Bunny <laughs> rabbits, just FYI. That seems a hair dangerous. Oh, okay. <laughs> I had a hair trigger, that's for sure. Ah, that's so much better. So much better. Edit that in and have me say instead. No, I will not. <laughs> I'm going to edit all of it out. The whole gun talk is gone. Guys. No, you got to keep the gun talk. Guys. I yes. did not get to report on the DC trip. I would oh, love yeah. to hear the DC yeah. trip report. So. Uh, and now, the DC trip report. Speaking of guns. Morse code. Um, first of all, it had been uh, 30 years since I've been in the nation's capital, 29 years to be exact. And wow, a lot of changes. Um, the African-American history museum is up beautiful, really cool building. The world war two Memorial hadn't seen that. It was cool to be there with my daughters at the, on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial. I stopped with Marlo at the, uh, I have a dream spot in front of the Lincoln Memorial. Pretty cool. And it's pretty emotional uh, to read Abraham Lincoln's words, knowing that there's a complete amateur headed to the White House. (laughs) 
just to throw that out there. I know that Lex mm-hmm. cannot speak or hasn't spoken at all about this ever. So that's great. Hmm. Um, mm-hmm. uh, also, my condolences to you, Lex, on your parents' gift exchange. I'm really saddened and confused <laughs> by that. Um, uh, at this exact moment, my parents are not speaking to me. We can get to that later in the show. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll have to get to that. I definitely want to know about that. Does not. Um, I hope it doesn't involve Brian. So anyway, um, we... I took the train, the Amtrak train to DC from Penn Station with my my two girls. And that was great. They were amazing travelers. And let me just go rewind a little bit. To get to New York, they they had school till the 23rd. And we wanted to I could have traveled on the 24th, but it was like a, a lot more money and crazy and I didn't want to do that. So, we took a later flight than I normally like to take with the girls. And the reason I try to book a sane travel time is because there's there can be delays and if you're delayed in the daytime it's a little easier to deal with than if you're delayed at night which was our case we were supposed to leave at five something and get in at like almost midnight which is you know it's pushing it but the kids can do it they're old enough now that they can handle it well uh we were delayed two hours which meant we landed oh. about 1 48 a.m <laughs> Which, by the time we got our luggage and got in the door, it was 2.40-something a.m. Fastest cab ride ever, though, from JFK. Ever. Amazing. You know, 28 minutes or something, which is incredible. And um, that kind of set the tone for the the whole trip. It was just craziness the whole time. So we we had Christmas here in New York. Next day, train to D.C. Spent three nights there. Came back. But the girls... We went to the American History Museum, and we went to... There was a couple of things that were there that I hadn't seen before. There was a Colonial Times or pre-colonial house that's been reconstructed, and they walk through the history of the house. Pretty cool. Very immersive. Um, that was really interesting. And then we went to the First Lady's Dresses exhibit, which the girls were just... It was... They were all over that thing. Like You couldn't that, skirt that? <laughs> Well, we hemmed it up. It was fine. So anyway, um, <sighs> I'm trying. Lex. I really, I'm trying. I'm trying. So um, there was my my girlfriend's brother has two girls also. So there's six, you know, young girls, twelve to seven in age, and as you can imagine, that was that was there's a lot of cat herding basically. Um, mm-hmm. We went to so that was one day. Originally, I heard that as cat herding. <laughs> cat herding. herding. Like hurting. Oh, oh not hurting. Yeah. Herd. No, herd. T with a T. Yeah, um, yeah. Right. So everyone got sick, including me. Uh, my sickness didn't hit until uh, three days ago, but uh, until I, the day before, or the day before I had to fly back to Utah with the girls. But um, so everyone is sick and coughing, and it sounds horrible. Uh, but we saw the thing that really, the big thing that was like the what was the uh, Wright brothers exhibit in the Air and Space Museum. Hmm which is still the best. It's just the greatest thing ever to see all those airplanes and ships and stuff, those rockets and everything to, to look at wood and canvas and like bike parts basically. Right. And then turn around and you've got these rockets that are going to the other planets. It's in, in the space of under a hundred years. It's just crazy to think about that. You're not wrong. I I have sometimes felt that (laughs) I don't know what's wrong with me. (laughs) I've sometimes felt that too, but I sometimes felt that the Wright Brothers exhibit was kind of plain. Okay, <laughs> I, just, <laughs> but, mm, I was winging it. I apologize. I thought, you were, gonna, I thought you were going to go with two two rights. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Lex, if you're right, they do make they do make an airplane. Yeah. They did. I mean, they did technically. So two rights make a right. Anyway, <clears throat> it was it was really uh, great. We saw a planetarium movie that um, was not narrated by Neil deGrasse Tyson. Uh, it was narrated by mm. Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> that was a really cool movie, and the girls' minds were blown, and they were like, whoa, my mind is blown. I'm like, yeah, you should have seen Laser Floyd when it was out. That would have blown your mind, kid. <laughs> you just, you, you know, maybe we'll see if we can arrange a screening here, for that. Here, take some acid. Right. Here's a bag of pot. Let's go have some fun. No. Um, <laughs> hey, kids, smoke up. Uh, no, um, but that was it was cool. The they. There was a um, Cessna, whatever, you know, two-seater that you could climb in and sit down and work the controls and see how the controls move the stuff. And there was a line to get in that, which I thought was cool. And a lot of girls were there, not just our girls, but other girls. And it was cool to see them kind of geeking on, you know, uh, fluid dynamics and airflow and lift and wing shapes. And then there was a, a structural thing with like different flexibilities of different materials. Pretty cool. And... I tried to stop and do things that were tactile so that the kids would sort of want to we could start the conversation about stuff. And, you know, I have a history of rocket in my family. Um, I have a pride about aerospace. Not so much the rockets that kill people, but the ones that um, send people to space to launch secret military satellites. I'm really into that. I think that's great. So anyway, I'm joking, by the way, guys. Just, just you know. <laughs> Got it. Anyway, fun trip. Uh, Amtrak was a lot more expensive than we had discussed previously. Oh, really? It did not push us into New York rental car territory, but close. So we Ubered a lot, Hmm. and we had two cars. My girlfriend drove her car down with her two kids, and then um, we had her brother with a massive car. So we were able to two-car it everywhere, pretty much. We did some Ubering. It was cheap. Ubers were cheap in D.C. I was surprised by how cheap it was. And uh, we didn't make it to the White House. Everyone was kind of sick, so we kind of took a mellower thing. But we got a game... Uh, Ticket to Ride Europe, my sister gave us. Mm. Lita smoked it on that one on New Year's Eve. We had a family like mega game thing on New Year's Eve. That was fun. So that's, that's great trip to DC. Really awesome. The train was fantastic. I loved the Amtrak experience. That was fantastic. I didn't really use Wi Fi at all. I just kind of surfed on my phone. The biggest travel pro tip I have after this holiday season downloadable netflix and amazon prime movies oh my god mm-hmm. the best ever mm-hmm. oh. lita watched six episodes of stranger things very proud of her and i'm glad she did it in the daylight because it would have probably been freaky for her <laughs> <laughs> interesting i that i have not uh i've not tried that with hank but i gotta tell you the the downloadable stuff is just the best it's so great yeah. Like that's a huge, and they, you know they give you forty eight hours, so it's like, whatevs. I'm on this plane for five hours or whatever. Fine, not a problem. It was about a three and a half hour train ride. Yeah, you can't even you can't even do that with Super Mario Run. No, <laughs> no, you cannot. Uh, we've been playing a lot of Pixel Gun 3D, which is a iOS game. Um, the girls seem to also be a game that. with no weapons in it. Total weaponry. <laughs> it's all about the weaponry. Although I do have a pet dinosaur, so there's you know there's that element. It's the new year. I don't know if you've already uh, set New Year's resolutions. Um, I'm not a big resolution guy all the time because I hate letting myself down. But I will tell you, the only ones I've ever kept are things like, hey, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to exercise more. Uh, I'm going to try to have less stress in my life. But here is a tip to help whatever your resolution is stick. 
make sleep your number one goal, right? The easiest way to achieve a resolution is to make resolutions that you're going to enjoy fulfilling. <laughs> I'm going to sleep more. You're going to feel better if you do that. Most Americans get less than the recommended seven to eight hours of sleep a night. If that's you, science proves getting more sleep will make it easier to achieve and keep your other resolutions. And for your best possible sleep, there's my bed and John's bed and also John's bed. The Sleep Number Bed with Sleep IQ technology. Boom. The Sleep Number Bed lets you choose your ideal firmness, comfort, and support on each side, making it the perfect bed for couples. Sleep IQ technology means the bed knows when you're sleeping and it can measure how well you slept. It's very, very, very cool. It also lets you adjust so you can make sure you're getting your best night's sleep each night. Whether you're adjusting your sleep number setting or making different lifestyle choices, you know it's working because Sleep IQ tells you. All three of us sleep on Sleep Number Beds, just the... The topper on it is so nice. The technology is great. The app is actually really nice. My sleep number setting is currently 90. Uh, My sleep IQ score last night, I'm getting it now, uh, 91. I'll take it. I'm pretty pleased with that. I had a 91 last night. Uh, Went to bed on time. Woke up. Actually, I woke up because my kid came in the room, and my kid can't wake up on her own anymore, so I had her Sonos speaker go off as an alarm, (laughs) and she came in and said, hey, it worked, and that's how I woke up. Sleep number queen mattresses started only $699.99, and right now, during the lowest prices of the season, 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 you can save $600 on the sleep number I8 bed. Uh, you'll only find Sleep Number at any of the 500 Sleep Number stores nationwide. Find the one nearest you by going to sleepnumber.com and be sure to tell them Lex sent you. Be sure to tell them Lex sent you. So our thanks to Sleep Number and my thanks to John and John for staying so quiet and not interrupting me during this ad read. I had to shut I had to shut off a game that Hank was playing. Oh, really? What was that? Yeah. Um, you know, I don't even know the name, but it was a um, it turned out it was some downloadable uh, skin or like a not a skin, but like a um, it used. Um, uh, what's the name of that? Uh, Half-Life 2. It used the Half-Life 2 engine, apparently, because it showed up. Oh, yeah. It showed up as Half-Life 2 on, on the thingy, the thingy that I use to block the stuff. Interesting. Um, and I sat down next to him. I happened to sit down next to him. And so he had a friend over. So his birthday was last week. Last Happy week? birthday yeah. to him. You have, now you now have a teenager officially. <laughs> what is it? He's what? You have He's a 13. teenager. Yeah. I have a teenager, teenager. yes. Um, and so he had a friend stay the night after his birthday party, uh, which was fun. We uh, They went um, went and played uh, mini golf and, and then uh, played video games and then came back to the house and played more video games and had cake and dinner. And although the, more the Chinese, place that, Chinese place that we ordered from, food took two, two hours to get here. Whoa, oh, brother. Two hours. And when I got here, missing two... Um, two things <laughs> i will say when we get food for a gathering of even if it's one family or many anything that's more than just my family i always do pick up i won't do delivery because yeah well them. that's what i'm gonna do for, and i and i've noticed that like when i go there you know they say 15 to 20 minutes and i show up you know like so i do 20 minutes and i show up and they're like oh it'll just be a few minutes i mean i think they're like they're not doing it until i show up <laughs> right <laughs> yeah. or they're at least not putting like it all together until i get there I actually have um, the opposite problem with one of the places near me um, where you call it in and like, okay, 20 minutes. And I, the place is two minutes from my house. So I just leave instantly. I get there five minutes after calling and the food is ready. So it's like, if yeah, I waited 20 minutes, yeah. what am I no, doing? These, I'm getting I mean, cold food. They're nice people, but they're, they're, they're getting way too much. Um, it's the only, it, it, it's not even that great, but it's the only <laughs> um, Chinese 
restaurant in the north end of Tacoma. And so we're uh, not that good, but we do exist. They get everybody's <laughs> like takeout business. They don't do a huge business inside the restaurant, but they get a lot of takeout and they they are completely mismanaging it. <laughs> uh, I think I see the business idea right now. John. Yeah. Well, Chinese I, wish food truck. Some, I wish somebody would hurry up and do that. Chinese food. No, you um, you need to do it. Chinese food. Yeah, truck. No, you and Hank. I'm not going to do it. Just basically live the movie chef in the in the food yeah. truck. Just but in in your neighbor in your city. <laughs> that would be that would be pretty cool, actually. Um, today is his gotcha day. So today is the day that uh, we got him. Um, nice. And so we're gonna we're going out to dinner tonight. And there's a new Korean barbecue restaurant. Oh, I'm sorry. Go can to. you can you do a little tutorial on what the hell gotcha day is? Well, so this is the day. Um, oh, I understand. twelve years ago where we met Hank. I thought it was like some kind of in a hotel trick. in Chengdu, China. I thought it was like a trick surprise day, like gotcha, like fooled you day, like it's some annual tradition that you have. And now I understand. However, that would be a fun thing for adoptive parents to do, <laughs> right? On no. gotcha day, it's like no. April Fool's Day. That's every day. Every, <laughs> <laughs> every day is Trixie gotcha day. This is regular gotcha day. Yeah. Trixie gotcha day. <laughs> Terrible. Oh my Surprise. God. Surprise. Uh, I hemmed all your pants too low, too short. That's a long holiday season for you. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of, right. And then he's got, you know, he's got two days off this month too. Um, right. And then like another one next month. So, you're, but you're the celebrating a lot of things. It's like they're Australian or something. Were the kids angsty about going back to school? He, yeah, he was not. <laughs> he was not into it. <laughs> Is he back at school now? Oh, but the but the way the the fun way that we uh, that I made it <laughs> made him get in the car. Um, since he's now thirteen, we're letting him ride in the front seat. Oh yeah, so um, game changer. And he's plenty he's plenty tall enough. It's like he's he's as tall as this friend of ours, you know, so, oh, who's so, our age. Wait, so, is that the rule or is that a law or what? I think here it's different. I think, yeah, I think it's a law here. So because um, here it's i believe in new jersey i know last time we talked about this i got it totally wrong i believe in new jersey you can sit in the front seat if you are 12 but you have to be a certain yeah. height and weight also right right yeah and uh, frankly i don't even know but we just decided that we were going to let him do it um good i'm sure it's legal now it might have been legal like last year but i think most of it's about airbags i think yeah like if, right. a, if a kid's not a certain height or weight the airbag can cause problems so yeah. right and i know in my car like we've put Anya in the front seat exactly twice when we had situations where I needed to take all three kids, but Lauren had the van. Um, but it shuts off the passenger side airbag. Yeah, yeah, and that that happened once when he got in the front. Um, but so he's like, he's like right on the line because <laughs> it has it doesn't happen every time. Yeah, so basically, you can put a child in the front seat if there's no rear seats or no room in the rear seat, provided that there is no active passenger side airbag. Airbag, so right? The car shuts it off. That's what it has to. Do. Um, I was taking Lita on a trip in 2012, and I thought the age was not eight or nine or something. It was like there was some I dumb thing I thought the age was like, well, she's old enough to, you know, she's whatever. The airbag thing is switched off. She's fine. And we were driving, and her mother called. This was, uh, we, we had split at that point, and um, her mother called and said, you get her in the backseat right away. It's completely illegal for her to do that. And I was like, damn, I really enjoyed having her up front. But over the past two times I've been in Utah, Lita's been riding up front, and it is awesome. Yeah, I like it better. I like it better having them up front. I can make her work the music, and like she can like text people and respond to. St- it's great, and she loves it. Yeah. She loves that. It's like something to do when we talk, and it's good. It's good, good, good. Yeah, new life, yeah. new world. Yeah, 
And he's uh the past so today he's doing it again he did it yesterday. Um he's he's gonna walk to Starbucks after school and I'm gonna pick him up at Starbucks. Oh yeah. So he's yesterday yesterday he walked to Starbucks, he got himself a huge, a huge <laughs> decaf coffee because I'm like, do not get caffeine at like three o'clock in the three, afternoon. Right. Um and get he got himself this huge decaf and then um like a like an egg sandwich. Oh my god. Breakfast sandwiches. And I'm like Oh my god! Yeah, I don't even want to think about the number of calories you're having because he gets like a syrup in the. In oh the yeah, co- oh yeah, in the coffee, sure, vanilla or whatever, right? Like hazelnut or something, strawberry, whatever, <laughs> chocolate. Yeah. Those, those. My girlfriend's oldest is allowed to sometimes after school when she doesn't have an after school thing to hang with friends for an hour or two. And they'll typically go, there's a place, uh, a, like a funky Korean sandwich place, but they have bubble tea. So they like to go get bubble tea, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I don't, I don't get, I'm sorry. I just don't get the idea of sucking down snot balls with flavors. I just don't think that's <laughs> good at all. Actually, speaking of, uh, sucking down liquids, um, uh-huh. I just want to report. <laughs> Swallowing is this, or is this an ad read? Or are you yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just saying. I was thinking about. We you guys about, know fracture. Here's how we go. This is the point I wanted to make is that I got Lauren a uh, soda stream for Hanukkah. Mm. And because we're big seltzer fiends. Mm-hmm. And uh, her first response was, well, is it more cost effective than the store bought generic, the store brand generic right. seltzer that I get a lot of right. the time? And I had to make a spreadsheet and <laughs> model it out mm-hmm. and we break even year one i had to indicate the the sale price of the soda stream that i got her since i bought right. it with the black friday deal back in the day right i was like year one we're gonna break even year two we come out ahead and there's like 400 billion less bottles in right the house, so that's like a thing so right yeah we got it we had the soda stream and then it broke though so <laughs> By the way, this episode's I'm also sure. brought to you. we did have we had it for a while. <laughs> yeah, um, hey, look, so maybe I think maybe we did get our money out of it, but um, <laughs> then it was like, oh, we got to spend another hundred dollars to get another soda stream. Mm. We just didn't want to do that. Mm. So I think they're a little overpriced. Actually, I, we got ours as a like you know my girlfriend reviews stuff on her website, so we got a like a review unit and we're able to keep it. And so um, the one thing I will recommend is that you have at least two of those. In your rotation, two uh, air oh canisters. God. Just oh, if you are seltzer yeah, fiends, absolutely. if you need it, yeah, like yeah. It, with dinner or whatever you're doing, like just have an extra one because you never know when they're going to go. Yeah. Sometimes you get one that's not quite. That that's the that's also what I do with the um, propane. Also, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Lex, mm-hmm. if you go on YouTube, yes. there's all kinds of crazy ways that you can make your own like refillable. <laughs> it's great. These people are crazy. The, the steps yeah, I'm not going to put oh. CO2 into my own canister. Um, <laughs> yeah. However, I did learn that you can do these trade-ins. Like you can go to Target and trade in your CO2 canister. That's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, uh, there's a there's a local shop uh, over on Atlantic that will um, just so you know, Brooklyn people that that it's like a chefy store and um, locally owned, great people. But you take your empties in, and it's like half. They give you half price. Right. Exactly. It's just like you do with the propane. But yeah. I will say that yeah. just like with the. Um, you know, when I first got the gift and I was like, hey, I got you this seltzer making device for Hanukkah, it was on the bubble for a while. <laughs> mm. Mm. Yeah, wow. <sighs> they're getting worse, I think. I, I think it happens when I'm hungrier. I know they're getting worse or I'm just getting tired of them. <laughs> yeah, it's, it could be both. Hey, imagine being me. <laughs> right. You're just like, you're giving up. You've given up protesters. Okay, whatever. Next. There's a solution, you know. <laughs> 
Wait, did you just tell me to kill myself? No, no. Was it that was that a final? Just stop. <laughs> oh my yeah. god. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Lex, you're not speaking to your parents. I want to know what's going on. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So this this was a fun one. Um the uh so my mother, uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking I probably I have to tell you the story off the show. Suffice oh, it to say, okay. it was a political conversation. I was okay. I, I was thinking I was remembering that I'm not supposed to get political. But basically, uh, my mother-in-law had posted just literally just a news article, and then my dad had commented on the news article. Oh no! Like she didn't even post it with any kind of editorial. Oh, no. She's like, hey, oh no! You know, some politicians have done this, and he posted a thing, and I posted a reply, and my reply. I got like lots of accolades from my mother-in-law, from my wife for the reply. And then my mom was like, I don't like the tone of this reply. And I was like, mm. tough <laughs> so, shit, mom. That's, uh, I didn't say that. But uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was good times. Um, so anyway, the point is, when do you let your kids on Facebook? Never. Because if you ask my <laughs> the mom, answer. the answer is never. Right. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Way ahead of you, and that was a that was a private a private post, right, Lex? That's not a publicly available. It was friends and family only. Exactly. Yeah, it was friends only. Exactly. It was it was permitted. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, that's that kind of you know, Lita's turning thirteen and she's pushing hard for an Instagram. And so, what what my girlfriend and I have talked about this is that I think we're okay with with at thirteen you can have an Instagram, but it has to be private and it remains private until you're eighteen. That's mm-hmm. the way we're the line we're holding right now. Wait, say that one more time. I want to make sure I got it. So, if like the the starter social account will be Instagram at thirteen, which I believe is at in their 13. terms of service. And if okay. it's not, then we're breaking the rules. But but thirteen and private account only, no public anything. It's all private and everything. You know, like it's locked down and only certain kinds of photos. The other issue we're facing. So that was that was the big social conversation. How do you enforce that part though? Well, how do you enforce that, any of it? Well, that's the how thing you, is you got to there's some there's apps out there and there was one that um Lita's mom used on her phone and I can't remember what it was called but she showed me some of the stuff like it it you know, you can you can kind of lock it down. Um and I think she wrote about it on her website. I'll see if I can find that or find the there's an app yeah. that basically it's designed for parents to monitor kids' smartphones. And so it's a provisioning. Yeah, basically like a provisioning yeah, tool. Because that's which, the only way to do it with, with an iPhone. Right. It's sort of like, a, it's like IT Junior, basically. Um, yeah. It lets you, you know, clamp down on certain social sites and um, turn things on and off at certain times. Then um, like you can say, you know, you can't, it's, it's, it depends on the apps too. Like if the apps have any kind of age filters, that that kind of has to be in place. You can also just say no, mm-hmm. no YouTube for you. Boop, locked. Yeah. But the big issue, and I don't know if you guys have had this, is people randomly FaceTiming or you know video calling other people, and it's not, it's innocuous. It's like other family members or whatever, and it's like, hey, I'm in my underpants over here. Like, don't be walking into my bedroom while you're FaceTiming. First of all, second, ask permission first. Right? Here's the FaceTime safe yeah. zone over here, but mm-hmm. you still have to ask permission. Right. So that's become a thing. Have you guys dealt with that at all? Um, well, Hank, Hank created an Instagram account for himself at one point. <laughs> and we were like, this was like, la- this was last year. So he was 12. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I was like, huh, well, 
Um, and, and, and basically I, I said, well, if it's, if it's private, I mean, that's, that was the only thing that I came up with as long as it's private, it's okay. Um, and he, he lost interest quickly. Um, he used to, he would look at like stuff that we posted. So he followed me and he followed my, you know, his cousin and, um, and he would occasionally look at stuff. Um, but he never posted anything. Uh, bikini models. Was he looking at bikini models or, um, beach volleyball not that i not that i noticed um and then and then he when i think when he upgraded phones um he forgot what the password was um so (laughs) Mm -hmm. he doesn't have it anymore he just he gave up i think the one that scares me the most is snapchat Mm -hmm. and it's mostly because i just do not get that thing i do not Yeah, right i don't either like what the what is this and it's clear it's like i have now i'm old i'm old out like i'm over here in the old olden times and i kind of like yeah. it actually it's kind of nice to be yeah, like what the hell you see the thing that concerns me though is i feel like instagram's the same thing right like instagram does all the snapchatty stuff too now if you're well, a kid who knows how yeah. to do it <laughs> yeah you can sext if you want to sext that's the problem well that's where you can sext if you want to i think um you can leave your friends behind you can see your friends behind <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's funnier, that joke or how much you liked your own joke. Because both of those things. I think it's I think it's the latter, definitely. <laughs>